Chapter 32, Flora. Flora woke up to a message on her phone. It was Palma. I'm so sorry that I have to do this again, but there's really something else I need to tell you. Can we please meet again? Despite her anger over his family's actions, parents or otherwise, she believed he had no hand in it. He would fix it, and she trusted that he would. She was curious, and after Arjun's advice, she saw it as an opportunity to let her specter out for a dance. Flora packed her backpack ready for training afterwards and leapt into the city towards the penthouse's library. Palma was in the study section poring over textbooks. She sat down next to him. It was quiet. Hey, let's step outside, he said, shifting his eyes around. Don't want to bother people. And so they went back to standing outside the library. What's up? Flora asked. I have something else to share, but before I do, how did your mother respond to the truth? Palma asked, nervously touching his face. She, uh, strange, angry, but it also freed her from turmoil, and now she wants to do what River never did, to tell the entire city about what your family is doing. She wants me to do it because the city trusts me. Palma's eyes widened. You're not joking? Unfortunately not. Flora, please, please, please don't let this get out, Palma said. Flora had considered what her mother told her, to speak the truth about Palma's family if she won, but she would only consider it if Palma agreed. It will be okay. Hey, this won't leak. Promise? I promise. Palma calmed down a bit as he gathered his thoughts again. Okay, there's a reason I told you about your father. Although it puts my family at risk, I believed that you had to know what happened to River. It's awful what they did and I will steer this in the right direction with my family. It worried me that if I didn't tell you, you might never know. I had more time to think about it, and I feel it's important that you also know why I told you. There's another reason. Palma took a deep breath. If you win and run into the horizon, then this truth about my family would leave with you. So my mother proposed a deal. I could tell you, but then they would ensure that you win. It made sense to me but I couldn't shake the feeling that it was wrong. You deserve to know, and you deserve to run in the championship on your own terms, your choice. They will help me win? It gets more bizarre, yes. Turns out Mother Mech is my aunt. Her actual name is Sonia. She knew the mech was for you and decided in increasing her leverage and options to give you a mech that had two modifications, a tracker and a remote access stabilizer. The former helped track Esper, Rulo, and Saga because you trained with it in the storm drain. That's where they were hiding. The latter seems to be something that Sonia puts into her mechs, both for business reasons and for safekeeping. It got through certification for the championship because, you guessed it, it's done by the Mech Institute. I don't think they used it during the first trial, but they plan to use it in the final trial to help you win. I'm so sorry. I don't know what to do from here but I had to correct my mistake in agreeing to the terms my mother gave me. Flora slowly disassociated from reality and sat down with her back against the library. Winning was actually within reach. She could see her father. However, it did not feel right. She had no choice. Is this why she had been so confused throughout her life? It wasn't because she wanted answers. Perhaps all she needed was a choice. I can't remove the stabilizer? I don't know. 
I'm worried that any tampering with it would notify my family and then all of this would derail. Please don't. Palma, I have to try. Please, can I talk to Rulo? It's too risky. I don't know what Rulo knows about the limiter and he knows Mother Mech or Sonia. He can't talk to her. We can trust Rulo. He's harmless. Please help me. Palma paced in front of the library. Flora, just don't mention the limiter. You can tell him about Sonia and my family if need be, but try to ensure he stays on our side. I remember Esper telling me that Rulo disliked her now anyway because she tracked them. He just can't divulge anything. Just ask him to please help me by staying quiet. He can know about the tracker? Yes, that will keep him on our side. Flora could see that Palma was really struggling, straddling the fence between his family and his friends. She felt guilty about lashing out at him after the first trial. Deep down, he was a kind, good soul. It's the reason they had been friends for so long. I will try my best, I promise. Thanks for helping me, I mean it. Palma smiled back at her. Flora hugged him deeply. You're not hiding anything else, are you? She asked as she let go. She was both serious and joking. Palma shook his head. I'm so sorry this happened. I don't know whether I'll see you again before the trial, so whether or not you run with the stabilizer, I'm still rooting for you. Gridlock was home to an absurd life. Luckily, there were still people in it that made it worth protecting. She got in touch with Rulo, and they agreed to meet. A few hours later, Flora relaxed next to her championship mech in a large storage facility that was part storage, part distribution center. Drones and mechs would fly up and take down goods all across the city. Innovation from lack of proper road access. Rulo arrived a few minutes later with his toolkit, shoulder pads still intact, and with a small cloud that followed on his heels. Before she could focus, it was licking her all over her face. You got a new dog? Flora asked. Yep, called Mischief. She's the best. Flora thought back to Rulo collapsing in the storm drain. She wanted to ask what happened and what caused him to get a new dog, but it was perhaps a bit too intimate of a question. He read her mind. You helped, Flora. I didn't know if I could let go, but, well, after you left with the training mech, I could actually muster up some courage again. Letting go, Flora thought. Once an unthinkable choice. Rulo continued. Baby steps, at least. I've tried getting into a mech, and I've hovered without getting a panic attack. Not more than that, though. By the way, holy shit, your first trial, the twister, blew my mind. Flora smiled. Thanks. Appreciate it. Listen, I need your help. There's something in this mech that needs to be removed, Flora said. There's a remote access stabilizer in here. There is? Rulo's face dropped. Yes, it was put in by Mother Mech. Wait, what? Yep, that's why I want your help. And this might sound weird, but... Mother Mech is Palma's aunt. Her actual name is Sonia, Clara's sister. Palma recently discovered this and had to tell me, Flora said with a slight lie. He knew that I wouldn't want to win with a stabilizer. It got through the Mech certification process because the Mech Institute allowed it to slip through. There's also something else on it that I'm not sure if you know or not. A tracker. I knew it. Saga and Esper didn't believe me. Rulo exclaimed, pacing with his eyes on the ground as if he was recalling his memories. You knew? It was only a suspicion, but we never had it confirmed. Rulo paused for a bit, 
His eyes widened and he seemed to grow smaller, shoulders hunching over. I'm so, so sorry. Sorry? I should have checked all this. I was the mechanic. I know how to spot these mods, but I was afraid to touch or look at the mechs. It was too traumatic to be so close to one again. I wanted to, but I didn't. I'm sorry. I also trusted Mother Mech, or Sonia, whatever. Screw her. This should not have happened in the first place. Hey, it's okay. It happens. Listen, I still need your help. Flora said with Rulo nodding along, seemingly eager to redeem himself. The only reason I'm able to ask you to help me is that Palma asked that you keep this a secret. You can't even tell Saga or Esper, not yet. Please. He took a risk in telling me. I trust you. Can we keep this a secret and help Palma? Rulo pondered a few moments and then nodded. As much as I want to tell Saga and Esper I told you so, I want to fix this. I will keep it a secret. Swear on my dog. Excellent. Now, can we remove the stabilizer without causing suspicions? Let's see. Rulo moved forward with slight hesitation, but got to work on the mech. Mischief watched with a lolling tongue. After a few minutes, Rulo approached Flora. It didn't look good. Unfortunately, the remote access stabilizer is hardwired. If you tamper with it at all, they will notice it. I can't remove it. You can turn it off, but I guarantee that Mother Mech or whomever is tracking the diagnostics will notice. That's not what Flora wanted to hear. How do I turn it off? You want to turn it off now, right here? Is that a... No, not now. I want that choice. Would I be able to do it? I can create a switch for you. Otherwise, you have to open it up manually. Flora nodded. Please. She watched as Rulo tinkered on the mech. A switch would at least give her a choice. Keep it on and win, or turn it off, compete on her own terms, and go against Palma's wishes. Not a simple choice. But it was a choice. Rulo's dog was blissfully peaceful, watching the sparks from a distance. The dog's life was so uncomplicated. All right, that should do it. It's in your dome console, so yeah, it's up to you. Rulo, thank you. Really, I appreciate it, Flora said. She hunched down to pet his dog. To you too, Mischief. Flora, Rulo started. Thanks for trusting me. I will keep this a secret he said as he unsleeved his gloves and extended his hand. Flora shook it. Rulo picked up Mischief and slung her into a comfortable seat in his backpack. Good luck with your trial. Don't do anything too stupid, he said, saluting goodbye with a smile. Lucky dog. With a few days to go until the final trial, Flora had a choice left. On her own, on a skyscraper, Flora stared out at the sunset that was drowning on the horizon. She had been training, trying to catch up from the days she missed, but she knew it might not be enough. If she was going to win without the stabilizer, it would be akin to coasting into a refueling station on fumes. Unlikely. Even though she wanted to win, to see her father, her initial reaction to being told about the stabilizer was to recoil. It wasn't about the answers. It was always about having a choice. Despite there now being one in front of her, a simple switch, she realized what it amounted to. It was like being able to choose what bullet you wanted to die by. This was merely a choice at the tip of a rope of life events that she had no control over. She didn't choose her mech, and she didn't choose to become a championship runner. She thought it ended there. But upon further inspection, the gears formed part of a larger machine. 
Her questions, her desire for answers, came from letting go of her father's hand nearly two decades ago. Flora did not have a say. The young girl, not understanding why she had to say goodbye, the inevitability of it all fell into place as the principle of the always-on-sale gridlock fed into her own story. A city born from an anomaly, resulting in a market where your car could be taken away from you at any moment. She never had a choice, and she accepted it. Like Rulo, she had to let go of her past that shackled and pigeonholed her. It was scary. It wasn't so much the difficulty in closing a chapter, but the fear of what was to come. She laughed at herself. The thought of not being afraid of running into the anomaly, but being afraid to redefine who she was. Was she a seeker, a protector, or a hope runner? Did these definitions even make sense now that she wanted to let go of her past? She listened to the city. From where she lay on the roof of it all, she could not deny the hope that emanated into the city from the gridlock, up to the dome, the shell, nursing the city to its eventual rebirth. She felt it with a jump-jump clap. The gridlock, a paradoxical, static market whose cars were always on sale, also told another story. Like the hope runners falling into the sun, you learned not to become too attached. Everything was temporary. This irony was everywhere, perhaps most prevalent in the mid-levels, concrete growing over the city, powered by the gridlock underneath that waited for a storm to evacuate. Her father left her with indelible scars, one that almost caused her to get buried by a dune. But to most, he was a hero, a runner of hope. Flora partaking in the championship also led to unexpected ripples through the city, one of which resulted in her mother learning the truth, a freedom that gave her mother permission to forgive herself. Perhaps Argent was right. I tell myself that I don't have to be certain. It could all be true. It wasn't in conflict with another. The gridlock was both coherent and absurd, stasis funding hope. It was both a banner of freedom, yet a monument to power. Skepticism wasn't at odds with feeling hopeful. It can be problematic, but necessary. Truth mattered in different ways to different people. The stories meant nothing and everything. All at once, sincere and deeply ironic, it was okay to be uncertain, but still pursue meaning. Answers did not have to placate the questions. She could run, even when she didn't know where she was heading. The end and the journey both mattered. Trading her identities, jumping into new skins wasn't necessary. She didn't have to choose a side. She could be afraid, hopeful, worried, excited, all at once oscillating like the city of gridlock between an anomaly and a storm. Even though she was afraid, she took her father's bracelet out from her jacket pocket and put it on her right arm. A warmth radiated from it, and it felt like she was holding his hand again. He was with her all along. Hope is a choice. She could let go of that certainty to see him, yet still pursue the question, a horizon forever receding. Seeing her father one day, knowing that she willingly cheated would be a betrayal of all that she had tried to accomplish. Even though it would put Palma in danger, she needed to run on her own terms. Although he just wanted to help, he was the reason she was left with the choice of what bullet to die by. This time, however, 
she didn't have to make up her mind about how she felt. She was scared that doing so would cause him harm, yet she felt empowered to finally take her life into her own hands. The stabilizer would be switched off just before the final trial, and she would accept the consequences. It was time to train.